You are now listening to The Sexy Escort Guide, discussing everything fascinating about the world of paid companionship. And now, here is your sexy host, Exotic Vivian. Hey guys, welcome to episode 71 of the Sexy Escort Guide podcast. I am your host, Vivian, and today we continue the discussion of racism in the escort industry. I do want to apologize in advance for some of the sound quality because it kind of sounds like we're answering each other before the other person actually said what she was going to say, almost like we're seeing the future. But that is all on Anchor and their technology. It's not always perfect, but I am always searching for better technology so that I can bring you better quality. This is what I can do for now where I can record these episodes remotely short of actually doing it in person um, or on video. So. Apologies. Um, Before we begin, I just want to give a shout out to a couple of people. First, to Miss Nina Bella at Your Nina Bella on Twitter and Miss Curious at Miss Curious 6 on Twitter. These gorgeous ladies sent me some really nice things off my wish list, uh, my Amazon wish list. So a big thank you to them for their generosity. That was just very sweet. And I just had to give you a public shout out. And then also to Miss Sienna Hunter at Sienna Hunter T.O. She is the host of the now concluded podcast, The Escort Deconstructed. She reached out to me after episode 70 and obviously after the show was recorded to show her support and give me my props, which was very sweet of her to do. We were actually supposed to do a recording together, but she then shortly announced that she would no longer be continuing her podcast. So Miss Sienna, I wish you the best of luck. And maybe after you have regrouped, we can have you as a guest on this show in the future. Okay, now on to the show. But first, a word from our sponsor. Hi, I'm Storm, better known to most of you as Seductive Storm owner and operator of Taken by Storm Web Design, Marketing, and Assistant Services. Please be sure to check out takenbystorm.co for extremely professional, custom, affordable web designs and services, and an assistant with 19 years in the industry herself who will treat you fairly and care about your safety. Once again, takenbystorm.co. Let me help you with your professional persona today. Today, I'm going to be interviewing the sweet and seductive Curvy Tia Tatum, who is based in Dallas, Texas. She is also available for Fly Me to You dates, and you can follow her on Twitter at HeyTiaTatum. So that's H E Y T I A. T-A-T-U-M, as in Mary. Hello, Tia. Welcome to the show. Hi. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yes, yes. One of our OG supporters. Appreciate you coming on. No. Uh, Especially during this uh, crazy times. (laughs) But um, before we get into the interview, first of all, how are you? I have been decently well trying to keep like a positive mind state and you know just hopefully make some income for this potential year and right things to (laughs) kind of recover and get out and have my hot girl summer and (laughs) 
I'm, I don't know, man. I don't think we're going to have a hot girl summer this year. <laughs> it is all gone. I really had big plans for 2020. I was going to. Girl, you and me, but I was, I'm supposed to be in Europe right now. Right? Okay? <laughs> me, I was going to go to Europe last week, but that just all up in there. Right? Oh, jeez. It's worse over yeah. there, it seems like. It's so, everything's so close. Yeah. It's yeah. worse over there. I wouldn't. Plus, plus, they haven't opened stuff back up either. Like yeah. I, um, some girl from the UK was saying how nothing is open. Like here, we actually have things opening. Oh yeah. Although I'm kind of mad because I have a weekend getaway uh, date, and it, it's a beautiful resort, but their spa is not. The spa's open. not open. Oh, I'm mad. I was, I'm all. I always get massages, facials, you know, right. the whole works whenever yeah. I have my getaway. But might as I'm well. just mad. I'm mad. <laughs> Can't rack up no bill at the spa. How right? Uh-huh. So now we gotta go shopping somewhere. I don't know. We have to spend extra money. Okay. <laughs> like yes, that that money puts the spa. I can go to the other. Thing. Right. I'm gonna need that money for other things. But yeah. So uh, tell us, how do you feel about 2020? <laughs> I feel like it's pretty crazy. I'm hoping hoping it recovers, but you know they're talking about the second wave thing. But you know maybe this 97 yeah, degrees they're opening up everything. Out. Yeah, they're uh, oh Texas is back open. You know these Republicans here were not having any of that. And then a part of it <laughs> <laughs> they opened it up as soon as they could. They said put these people back to work. Um, they're mad. They were mad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, you know we can have our cars to be able to drive around so everything's back for the most part open I really haven't come across anything that is still closed um, but anyway yeah I think you guys actually were the first ones to open up we probably were yeah. <laughs> we well were. one of the one of the very first ones you and Georgia I think yes Georgia Georgia was like let's open up bowling alleys I'm like what people touching the balls <laughs> though balls? Oh. like <laughs> Like here in Miami, we actually have like a bowling alley, but it's a club and there's a bar and all this shit. So it's not really like bowling, bowling. It's like like Miami style bowling. (laughs) I would imagine. And no one even really bowls. Like, what the hell? Oh, Lord. I know of two places, and I think they're called Pin Stacks or something like that. I think there's more things going on there, but I've actually never even been to them. So. I know there is a bar. Yeah. But anyway, 2020. It is, usually is. Yeah. But 2020 has been, I don't know, annoying and uh, just looking forward to past. I really, I'm one of those people I was looking forward to. I love like period dramas and I love the 1920s. And so I have been mm-hmm. counting down 2020 probably for two years. <laughs> and here it comes. And on its head. And look what, look what you done did. <laughs> faith in it or something it is like, oh yeah yeah a lot of people have roaring 20s uh new year's eve parties yes it's crazy <laughs> and look what happened you know we but get yeah, to drink a lot perfect. because we're staying in the right? house <laughs> right actually i'm not drinking as much I, see that's the thing when i'm home i don't drink i only drink socially so oh, okay that's good like I've had champagne like when friends came over, but that was about it. Oh no, girl. <laughs> so, Me, I breeze. But rediscovered my love uh, for wine. <laughs> and I, oh, I'm yeah. trying out all the different kinds. But 
I mean, hey, I've I've been you know trying new recipes during the lockdown. I've definitely been going on more um, longer walks. Yeah, because normally I would just run outside, do my business, burn my calories, and move on. Like I don't have time. Mm-hmm. But now we had all the time. All in the, world. the time. I was going like two hour works uh, walks, and you know Miami. I'm well, I'm on the water, so you know there's like a lot to see. Yeah. So it was it was kind of nice to like walk around the neighborhood, look at all the nice mansions, yeah. and stuff like that. Really yeah. scope some things out for potential. You know, I'm like, hmm, <laughs> this looks like a- girl. I discovered a really nice neighborhood too. I've been going on walks there at least once. <laughs> right? You're like, huh? Who knew they were so close? <laughs> Right? Because, you know, we just keep going, going, going. Yeah. Like, we never stop. I think, like, this is, like, God's way of being, like, y'all need to chill the fuck out for a exactly. minute. <laughs> I definitely feel like that. Stay it's home. Definitely been a time to, like, stay home and rekindle maybe relationships that you mm-hmm. already had. And I sure did. It's <laughs> 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 definitely, like, some of my old shit right? like, I never would have talked to them again. But this happened, and you know, God is still getting it right. Back, like, so. maybe we can turn over a new leaf, honey. <laughs> right? Right? It's been great. Okay, so um, before we get into the nitty gritty of this controversial uh, episode, yes. tell the listeners, please, how long have you been an escort? I would say full time, almost three years. I know I was working okay. full time when I started, and then I got mm-hmm. part time and eventually just quit. And went on to full time companionship. So, about three years, I think. Okay. Least, yeah, I know I started in June of three. 2017, but full time, I don't really. I quit somewhere in between. Oh, okay, so so let's just say three years. Three yeah. years then. Um, has the COVID nineteen affected you? If so, how? Um, yes. Um, I would say there's a few things. So it's pretty bad on my like I guess anxiety and I've learned to just turn off the news because it seems like it's just repeating oh, itself yes, girl. and mm. it will make me anxious I've never really been a person with anxiety but if you're just watching it it feels like I can't go outside or I'm gonna yeah, die I, yeah I just don't yeah I'm like you I, I limit my intake yes I had to and, of the uh, in general of now even so yeah um and then let me see so but then after like self-reflection i was just like i'm a country girl so i'm like i've been rolling around in dirt and kissing cows and dogs and all this other more unsanitary <laughs> things <laughs> i'm like okay mm-hmm. That's my, so, you know my immune system will be okay i hardly ever get sick anyway so let's not overthink same and uh but business wise i will say things have definitely slowed down a bunch i mean Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. But I noticed you um g- kicked up your OnlyFans, and you actually did pretty well with that. You want to talk a little bit about I'm that? OnlyFans. So I am liking OnlyFans. It is a way to kind of get a little bit exposure and kind of connect with people that maybe I didn't know or I have known, and send out videos mm-hmm. and a whole other experiment. Because after about week six, I was bored as hell in the house. So I'm like, what to do? To- Bored in the house, house bored in the house, bored. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't put on makeup in six weeks. I'm feeling ugly. <laughs> ah, your skin's flawless, though. So, well, you know, thank you. It's cool. Yeah, I will. I was doing a good self skincare routine, but then even then, so. Oh, yeah. But OnlyFans gave me kind of an excuse to get dressed up and talk to people, and you know, at least get some kind of monetary value of sending DMs mm-hmm. because. It's just like, right? <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'll respond to you. You paid the 11.50. All right. <laughs> yep. Yep. Exactly. Um, so that was fun. And 
yeah, I try to keep it authentic of like my own personality. It's hard, you know, OnlyFans mm-hmm. is competitive and like, you see those numbers fluctuate yeah. every day, but oh yeah. yeah i'm kind of excited things are opening my god yeah but you can't like you can't like drive yourself crazy oh girl looking at those numbers not only that know? because that, it still takes a minute for that money to add up <laughs> compared to companionship it ain't no real money so then you're like of course <laughs> of course like not unless you have like 50, Follow, exactly like you know what i'm saying then you're like okay screw escorting because i could just do this full time because I, I actually know some yeah. girls that started off as escorts like a long time ago, but then they made the the switch. This was before mm-hmm. COVID and before all this stuff. They made the switch to um, content producing online, and now that's all they do. And they're sitting pretty on some stacks and stacks and stacks every month, at least twenty k a yeah. month and up. Now that will make like, okay. I'm quick because I do right in person stuff. But Honestly, no, yeah, twenty thousand. I would definitely uh, no. We can cut down to <laughs> only my favorites. <laughs> And yeah, of course. Yeah. Like, or, or, or you can raise your Wait, minimum. Yeah, that's too. Like, point. you can raise your rates, raise your minimum. You know, you mm-hmm. have more, more. Like, because these girls still see clients, they it's just ag- advertise because there is. I think it yeah. even introduced me to some new potential clients, so that's cool as well because they're kind of seeing my personality. It gives people a little bit more perspective. Really? Yeah, that's I think. good because that's I keep good. hearing girls um, complaining that they're trying to like book the girls on there and they know not to do that. Oh, you know, like you gotta. Right, Smart I have about to tell it. people every day. If you keep sending me messages like this, Jesus. you're gonna get restricted. Sorry, you know what's up. Blocked. Stop. Stop. <laughs> Stop it. You know. Like you know how to contact me. It, other send me an email, like, and I, I don't want to sound too, you know, big headed. But I'm like, just Google me, and you're gonna get my email. Like you're acting like you cannot. Actually, that's not big headed. That's that's actually yeah. normal advice. Well, yeah, because I've been like, what's your email? I'm like, I'm pretty sure I can't even give you my email on here like that. And honestly, if you haven't taken the time right? to Google that, just a quick Google is quick. Like there's. Which you should be googling anybody you're trying anyway, to see anyway. Yeah, I definitely get crazy messages for on another there, day. But yeah, it's it's really I get very sweet messages. <laughs> <laughs> so people who I think know how to approach you and this would be their last straw to like, oh, okay, she's a real person. I'm gonna go ahead and book. So yeah, maybe we'll see. Okay, but cool, cool, cool. Um, all right, so let's get into the craziness. Yes. Do you think there's racism in the escort industry? <laughs> If so, please explain. That question is funny. I asked it that yes. way. But. Um, okay, so I would say yes. There's the conventional beauty standards that everybody always, you know, has in any industry. You're going to have those girls who are more conventionally beautiful are going to get away with more and people prefer them and they get special treatment. And so mm-hmm. you have those. And I don't know if it's describably as racist or just they're preferring these white people because that's what they've been conditioned to do. But then again, so systemic, systemic racism. racism. Exactly. <laughs> or sometimes it's, yeah. it's, I think it's a person's personal, you know, not exactly like a whole, you know, company that is setting this up, just like how school systems and jail systems and all of that, they're made to put be- black people in jail and put black people down. But some of these are just, you know, mm-hmm. I've been on review boards and stuff like that. And it's no one exactly, well, no, they're exactly saying, oh, we prefer white girls or this Black, black girls should not be charging. I think at that time I was charging four fifty. That's when I encountered, mm-hmm. I guess, racism or people just not cognitively seeing that a black person should be worth that much. I think they're just so exactly. I, and we've heard lots of girls say that too. That guys are like, "Oh, you're black. Why are you charging uh-huh. this much?" I haven't had that personally, but I've definitely seen a lot of girls post stuff like that yeah. on Twitter. And then there's 
you know, you get so. always, every once in a while you get that like random hate message. But honestly, I don't perf- I don't even pay attention to them anymore. I got them when I first started. Mm. Somebody new, they're looking at you, maybe yeah. excited to see somebody new, and they're like, "What? Did you yeah. four fifty? <laughs> Go somewhere else." And they, then they, they get mad. So get mad and want to send you an email about it. And so, yeah, yeah, that's that's never great. Don't do this, guys. Although racist people are probably not watching, uh, listening <laughs> to the show, but <laughs> you'd be surprised. So they you probably mean- are because that's just how it yeah, goes. And jerk off while yeah. they're going. They're jerking off, going, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. but I like you, but I hate you. <laughs> Dallas, Texas. So what is it like to be a black escort in Dallas? Okay, so I will say in Dallas, unfortunately, the hobbyist culture and the review culture has always had kind of like this chokehold on the companionship industry and this escorting industry due to Mm -hmm. reviews and those guys trapping girls on Etsy and thinking they can't. So unfortunately, rates are already averaged very low in Dallas. And so then being... (laughs) What what is the average? Ooh, I would rates say the there? average rates. I would say low end starts at like one fifty to two two fifty, and then wow. mid range okay. is three hundred to like four fifty. So we're mm-hmm. talking, you know, if you're over four fifty, anything over four fifty is like high end in Dallas. <laughs> so this is crazy to me. But wow. as a black woman, it's even worse because they're like, "Why are you even charging four fifty? That doesn't make sense." And unfortunately. I was looking over and I'm like, is it even the review boards or is it the women who are kind of just putting themselves into this cycle of telling each other, oh, don't charge over 450 because you won't make any money? You know, it, it's, I, I think yeah. it's both. It, it's almost like a vicious exactly. cycle. So the guys berate the girls, telling them they can't charge that. And then the girls see new girls and they tell them they can't charge that and try to warn them. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, just exactly. Stop the madness, I wouldn't have people. listened to those guys on review boards. I'm like, oh, y'all are just, you know, you're just haters, whatever. I've never been, I've never mm-hmm. been someone who is going to price myself lower because I'm black. I'm proud of my blackness. So that wasn't an issue, but it was other women being like, no, that's a little high for this area. And that was what influenced my opinion. Mm. But I will say, um, as far as being a curvy black woman, I will say we do appreciate curves in Dallas. So that's not too bad. Um, yeah, the most I would say comes from other women. That was what I would have people actually falling into my inbox about would be these random white women <laughs> who will come. Back Wait, the, what? Girl, when I first started, there were so many just random white women who follow my inbox and be like, you're charging a little high for this area. You probably do better if you're charging lower. I'm like, first of all, who said I was really? doing that? And second of all, why is it all mid-40s white women who tell wait, me this? Wait, 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 yes, really? It was, yes. That's crazy. It was, it was really weird. It, had, it got to about four or five of them. And then one of them did it publicly and I, it went off and it sparked a whole thing on Eki. And <laughs> they were like, you, you know, you're just mad. Someone's wow. telling you better advice. And I'm like, better advice? Why does all the advice come from, you know, mid-aged white women? That doesn't make sense to me. They look <laughs> nothing, nothing like, like you. Like, and, I don't. And Yeah, it was just like, clearly I try to have a website and professional photos and all this other thing. And y'all can post on Eki and charge, you know, your $300 an hour. But unfortunately... As the saying goes, you have to do. Yeah, more. I never, I, I was never really. A oh, fan it was of the that worst. Board. But it's big in Texas, and when I first got in, it was figuring things out. It was, you know, I'm like, okay, got to go in here to get reviews, and then unfortunately, you have to like to be on P4. You have to have reviews from that website, and 
So it kind of correlates. Yeah. The, the freaking it's a vicious, vicious cycle. disgusting <laughs> yes. cycle. So. You know? Like, no, you have to have reviews. Okay. Otherwise, we can't put you on here. Although, people are one is It really is dying out. out. It is dying out. And say. even... I've yeah i used to i used to get like really Girl. good clients from there now it's just... at one point it was a very good peak i was yeah. like fly me to you from there and then it's just like it's just tight it's dying mm-hmm. down totally and especially in texas because a lot of under the radar women who actually haven't really been keeping up with the times and the rates are still on there charging rates from 2012 and so yeah. i would imagine they do well but yeah that's it, not yeah, it's just died out it's but it's probably a lot of work i don't know yeah I would um so what would you say, other than, you know, white women in your inbox, what would you say are some difficulties with being a black escort who brands herself as high end as it correlates to Ooh, your rates? Okay, so the difficulties would be, you know, in recent, I actually raised my rates uh, due to, you know, yeah, yay, yay. as everyone should. <laughs> um, I actually was like doing research mm-hmm. on buying a home. And I was like, wait a second, why is the medium home price? probably four fifty thousand. so why are average rates this much mm-hmm. so right went up in rates and you know okay like, Hold on, this doesn't make sense anymore it's clear dallas is just a low end kind of on that side but um i will say sometimes it's less bookings lo- lower volume but that's pretty much everything um you know if your prices are higher yeah. it's not- i mean sometimes that's oh, not girl, a bad me, girl I'm like three clients, three clients max, max, or I'm just going to be pooped and not want to see anybody for a week. So I'm, I tend to be a little bit lower regardless, but, um, you just have to go over and beyond to show your worth. Um, I think in general, you know, any item over compared to the, your white counterparts, yeah, you know, where as far as, you know, anything over $500, just in general, you could buy a TV over $500, but if it's over $500, you're going to look to see if it has a website. Is the website professional? Does it, <laughs> does it look sketchy? Mm-hmm. And so if you're charging over that much as a black woman, mm-hmm. you need to have a very nice website. You need to have professional pictures. People need to look at you and see your worth immediately. And it doesn't even mean you can do yep. phone pictures. You can do phone pictures, but then, you know, it's, you just have to go above and beyond to prove your worth because unfortunately, blackness is almost automatically seen as less professional so you have to right and Sad. like i'll get those messages please show up to the hotel and something professional i'm like what the hell do you think i was gonna wear stripper shoes and uh, no they thought they thought you were gonna come there in like the clear <laughs> stripper <laughs> shoes and like a thong with pasties <laughs> on with a sign that says I'm on my whore. forehead you know with the fishnet dress that's what i was gonna show up to the lobby and clearly duh <laughs> Well, you know what's funny? You mentioned the whole website thing. I know Don't of know white that. girls who charge a thousand dollars an hour, and their websites are Girl. basic. It's not. It's like I feel like our website literally has to be like immaculate. Immaculate. Like you have no room for any error. Whereas the white girls basic. can pretty much. It looked like they did that on Cutie Pixels. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Is that thing still around? What is it called? Cutie. Something. Yes, those. Yes, they can do that. Very basic. Wow. And, mm. and but yeah, you have to be above and beyond. Show your professionalism. Prove your worth. And that's kind of annoying. And sometimes it's not the client I gear towards. And who knows if that was their pro- thought process in booking me. But I mean, yeah. So um, would you say like how much of your clients would you say are black versus 
But, okay, I would say that was a good question because I kind of like went back through my <laughs> roster and <laughs> what's it called? Not a roster. Uh, <laughs> Rolodex? Yeah. Or whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah virtual, virtual Rolodex. Rolodex. <laughs> and so I would yeah. say normally at normal flowing times, it would probably be about 35%. And that's definitely my big ass booty. Oh, yeah, I get a okay. lot of black clients. That's yeah, about thirty five percent. And yeah, there's definitely a market of because I, I interviewed another escort, Jade, and she was saying that some of her black clients are her most high paying clients. Do you do you agree with that oh, as well? I probably now out of my top ten highest paying clients, one of them is black. So. I wouldn't okay, say they're okay. all <laughs> that way, but um, I would say about 35% yeah. who are, and some of them definitely have made into regular status, like, you know, the regular client status. And so that's, that's very interesting because me, I was telling her too, and she laughed. I can count all my black clients. On yes. hand. What? And I, and I've been around for a minute and I've traveled all <laughs> over the world, but the ones that I do have though are like top notch. Yeah. The best, but they just don't. I don't, I don't think I I'm that tight. There's definitely a look, and I definitely think the. And I was actually telling a, a girlfriend this, or actually a guy friend this, and he was a black guy who I refuse to see again. But he was like, "I bet you say you're mixed to your white clients, and you're black to your and you black to your black clients." I was like, "No, it's actually it's actually flip flop. My black clients want to see a mixed girl, and my white clients want to see a black woman." See, <laughs> so, see, it's so weird. It's, <laughs> And that's probably why I get a lot of like, 99.9% exactly. of my clients yeah. are white. And it's because, I mean, I'm dark skin, you know, I'm of African descent. It's like black women, when they want white guys woman. want black, they're like black yeah. all they're the like, way. You're not going to put your bonnet on it? Like, they be ready for everything. They oh, jeez. Oh, my goodness. Don't get me started yeah. with that. I'm like, sir. <laughs> Go to sometimes bed. my black clients will be in that mixed <laughs> box and like, oh, you wrap your hair? I'm like, yes, I wrap my hair, sir. I mean, but, you know, what do you think? So, yeah. I feel like a lot of women cover even, their hair now, even white girls. Girl, I've been putting all my girlfriends um, onto it. Don't let this be a black girl thing. It helps your hair. Yeah. Yes. Satin pillowcase and yes. stuff, you know. Like, I wrap my hair, but yeah. Yeah, we, we I have no shame about that. That's, <laughs> that's how it's supposed that's to be. Just, but, you know. Yeah, so my white clients are ready for a black woman. Right. I think they've done their research. <laughs> They're like, I and they probably date. They, I, I feel like a lot of them have also dated yes. black women as well, so they kind of know the the whole deal because they come way in there too way too informed. And I'm just like, wait. I'm like, <laughs> sometimes what? I'm just like, wait. Exactly. I remember. I think I told this story on a previous episode. I had this one guy um, that did yeah. me for four days, and like he saw me like towards the end of the night. Like he could tell I was kind of torn if I should like, oh. take my wig off or like like he 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 could see that I was struggling with it. And he was like, you know, um, my ex girlfriend is African, you know, and I loved how she changed yes. her wigs all the time. <laughs> it was kind of like that was like his way of like saying, hey, it's cool. <laughs> I was like, okay, thank you for this. Because I'm like, man, I yes. really don't want to no, sleep yeah, in my that Like, was, on an yeah. overnight with a guy, I really don't want first to. But time, if it's right? like a first-time client, I probably will. And then if I see this someone, wig, again, I'll be you like, know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> we're not, yeah, we're not doing this. And then they're like, but where are your real hair? I'm like, okay, so <laughs> just chill. Just chill. Fall back. <laughs> yes. 
fall all the way back because my real one hair of my is favorite drama too, so. is, uh, his ex was actually she did she sold weave so he knows everything and, oh <laughs> lord oh. and i'm like so do you prefer you know weave or whatever with my real hair he's like i love when they change it up i'm like this is a, oh what Oh Lord! <laughs> day, yeah, girl, I'm sure she had a hair company. She was every day was a different hairstyle. So yeah, <laughs> I'm like, okay, you know what? Mm-hmm. It's better than nothing. So yeah, right. You know, I, I do like the fact that yeah. they embrace the blackness. So that's good. That's always a good thing. Okay, so have you experienced racism as an escort? And is it mostly from clients um, or other I escorts? I would say I've had probably a little bit of both. Um, I will say clients, it was more like fetishization. And since I've been straightening my hair, because I used to wear the big old afro, and it's definitely changed. Uh, yeah, I remember you yes. used to wear your curls a lot, which I loved your curls. I used to be like, damn, <laughs> how did she get her hair like? Because <laughs> mine is straight up, you know, power yes. people type, you know. Uh, what's her name? What's that lady's name from all the movies with the afro? Pam Greer. Damn it. But she's yes. older now, though. But like, yes, yes. I have the Pam Grier pro Pam going out. on. <laughs> she's definitely an inspiration <laughs> to me. I love Pam Grier. And um, it was definitely, I loved it, but uh, it was a lot of work. I definitely get my hair done less now that I straighten it. Than, yeah, oh, yeah, girl. And really? Oh, I thought it would be like more because you're working out, well, you're I sweating. Do, uh, no? A, it's a little bit of a chemical process of the Brazilian blowout, so it keeps it straighter for longer. Mm-hmm. Oh, so. okay, okay. Well, well, your thank you, thank you. And that's what I have to tell people. Some people miss my afro. <laughs> I definitely get a lot of messages like that. They're not even booking me. I just miss your afro so much. I'm like, but where is the booking information, sir? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where my money though? <laughs> so like wait, but if you wet your hair, it's still not curls girl, up, not right? super curly. It it's kind of a chemical now. process. It does totally. fade off because girl, now that it's growing out, it's been I haven't gotten it since you know this pandemic. So my roots are super curly. The, uh, and the rest of it's kind of fading off. Uh, so it is turning into like a little bushy mess when I <laughs> when I sweat. <laughs> and I've been trying to work out a little bit more. And yeah, it's a mess. But yeah, and so we all uh, more like fetishization, and so I'll even even now back in the day it was definitely worse where I would get emails uh, paragraphs long about how they wanted to worship my ebony body and all of <laughs> that, and that was okay. Right? Hey, that's, that's, fetish, that's but it's fetish. not the worst thing I've been called, so I'm gonna take it. But um, and then yeah. I you know you get those one-off clients that would be like uh you know black pussy this this and this you just never no you know what i haven't had that and i probably would stop and cringe like i would just be like yeah wait what you're gonna say that again (laughs) i've never been down for that game Mm -mm. like unless unless it's like discussed beforehand where this is like straight up fetish session and we already know all our boundaries and shit don't just out of nowhere talk about black yes. pussy this, like and what I'm, and honestly no. <laughs> you know no shame to the women who do it you charging eight hundred dollars to get called black pussy more power to you i mean it's a, it's as long as it doesn't affect your psyche hey, but the time zone do what you yeah. need to do but like usually for me it's reverse uh where the guy is like oh, oh my gosh white yes. cock <laughs> yeah. but they never refer to my uh, black pussy they yes. just talk about their white so which is I that's had fine, one client you know, who whatever. started as that and he progressively <laughs> got worse and I just kind of 
I let him go. I stopped contact. Oh, I didn't contact. Oh, him. No. He would contact me, and I just refused to respond to the email. And it's just like, stop He's a decent client, yeah. but it's just like, I'm not going to even battle with this. I don't need to tell you what's wrong with this. You know what's wrong with this. And I've never presented myself as something yeah. that would be okay with that. So. Yeah, I just, like, guys, just make sure you, you get consent for any of this stuff. Don't just go crossing people's boundaries. Like Exactly. You, it got to go both ways as far so. as consent. Uh, have you had any racism from escorts um, or is it just Never cars? in person. You know, people got, you know, strong fingers behind a keyboard, so. Yeah, that, that <laughs> website, which would never be named. <laughs> I, I, I think you posted uh, something on Twitter about how they were talking oh, about you or something. Yes. Or whoever, like, ugh. That and website yes. is trash. So, yeah, different <laughs> websites have definitely given me different racist names, but hey, you can have strong fingers behind a, a keyboard all you want to. You, I know, I'm going yeah. to say, post the address my face so I can chest. show up, because I will. <laughs> post the address if you really doubt it, and then we can talk about it. But if you're going to be having you know strong Twitter figures, that's fine. Do that over there. That's cool. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Hide behind your keyboard. So, um, how do you feel about escorts that don't see black men? Girl. I know that's also been a topic of discussion So, that is a big Twitter. one. Um, that is always a big one for, you know. But I'm actually, being from the South, you know, racists tend to wear their racism proudly. And I've always been a person where, yeah. if you're racist, just let me know and I just won't mess with you. That's not a... <laughs> <laughs> If you don't fuck with black people, I'm not going to go out of my way to convince you how miraculous we are and how magical we are. Yeah. See, I've never been. Yeah, I've never been that type of person to try to convince somebody against their own like ingrained racism. That's too much work. We develop our personalities by seven years old. So you've been a racist for a long time if you're 50 years old. Exactly. You know. So minutes. That's where I'm like, you know what? She don't see. She's no AA. You know what? She can be no AA. More power to me. You can come my way. But also, if you're chasing down these no AA women <laughs> every once in a while to see, you know, who's really no AA? Yeah. When was the last time you saw an African-American woman. And so that's... Exactly. Yeah. And I think a lot of girls brought that up, too. Like, they don't feel bad. Because chasing them down. These guys are, like, chasing yeah. um, Hispanic. And you can name Basically non-black girls. women. Yeah. Well, and then they get mad. Yeah. Exactly. But they get mad that, you know, these girls don't want to see them. Honestly. And it's like, you have your fellow I wish you could see my face right now. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like, it, that is a big thing to me. Like, okay, so you're chasing them down. I've only seen, like, two girls myself to say no AA. So if you found four, sir, how many are you really chasing down? How many white women have you chased down? Wait, see, you know what's funny? I actually haven't seen <laughs> yeah, right? that. I keep telling people to DM me so, some ads because I have not now, seen a no is the only AA time, ad. Now, like, I've never girl, seen you that You will before. probably find him every once. Eki tends to bring girls who are not oh, independent. Well, I'm not I'll say it like that. So maybe have somebody else writing their ads. Got it. And, but I think it's a combo of, you know what? Hey, wear your racism proudly. Don't hide behind anything. Don't be- hide behind a sharp, pointy white hood. You know, wear it proudly. Say it with your chest. You know, if you racist, yeah. be over there. That's fine. I don't yep. have to mess with you. I don't understand why people want to mess with somebody who's secretly racist at all. Do you feel like you conquered something? No. She's telling you. Exactly. Telling that you. doesn't, doesn't feel good to me. Leave her alone. Who cares? Not who cares, but she's racist. She said it is. Move what it on. is. I'm not going to be her friend. You don't need to be her client. 
And hey, exactly. Leave it be. Exactly. And when you have girls like me that are saying that black guys exactly. are not even checking for me, that already exactly. tells you. <laughs> that already tells you everything you need to know. Like the yes. black guys that I see love me, but it's not like it, it's so disproportionate. The amount of white clients that I had, like if I wasn't seeing white clients, I would be out of business. Right, because that's literally oh, that's all of my uh, all of my freaking clientele. So it's like, why is it so low, mm-hmm. black men? I don't, I don't get it. No, you're not. I'm but not. You know, that's the fact <laughs> sometimes if they don't. So weird. Unfortunately, they kind of prize you know skin tones and but girl, you actually segued into it because I was listening to her podcast. Uh, her sugar podcast, Taylor Jones. Hey, girl. Hey, she was actually on the uh, show a few episodes ago, and she was saying that she feels that sometimes black women hold their white sugar daddies on a higher pedestal because of their wealth and what they represent in mm. terms of where the sugar would like to be. Do you feel like black escorts sometimes put the white clients on a pedestal? I will uh, pedestal? say. Okay, there's two points on this. So I will say, even in you know the corporate world, people tend to cherish their relationships with their white counterparts more because they do feel like it's going to take them a little bit further and so I could see where that totally Mm -hmm. translates over into the sugar daddy world I don't know any personally because a lot of me and my friends don't really discuss our you know clients and sugar daddies together to do that but I will say me personally during this pandemic there's been a thing where I will say 90% of the people who have supported me and kept me going and because I haven't really been struggling during this time at all so the people who have, right? Thank God. Thankful you know, for that. Be thankful right? for I, that, yes. <laughs> I definitely would prefer to be working, but, you know, during this time, I'm happy <laughs> to have those clients that have definitely stepped up. Yeah. Like, hey, do you need anything? Do you, do you have any wants, needs, bills? Yes. Right? And I will say. Yes. I saw, I saw your thing where you said he came over oh, and yes. gave gas for your bills. <laughs> I was like, yes. He's so sweet to me. <laughs> but Yeah. Yeah, we love those types um, of guys. And I will say, ninety percent of them have been uh, <laughs> white. So, and yes, and I don't. I think it's a combo of things of priorities of different races and job security. A lot of black men maybe were just in general. You know, when companies hit bad times, the first people they let go is black people, black women, black men. You're gonna be the first to let go. And so that job security of I don't want to take care of my yeah, essentially sometimes side chick. And I don't know if I have another paycheck for another few years yeah. where white men have the, you know, the confidence yeah. in knowing they're going to keep their job or they may be high up enough. Yeah. They know, they know they're going to get another job because it doesn't matter. Did yes. Girl uh, thing on Netflix. Like, like how he scammed his Everything. way into a school and scammed his way into a finance firm. You know what I'm saying? Scammed his way yes. into that billionaire's um, the, pro- uh, the possibilities for whatever white men are endless. <laughs> white men know that they're endless. gonna get yeah. <laughs> Which is why they always they always remind people that that's why they say it's systematic because because the white man knows he's gonna be fine. People tend to align it's their you know loyalty exactly. with white people because they want to also exactly. ascend with the rising tide. So it's like one of those things, like if black men also had the same opportunities, mm-hmm. then maybe we would be singing a different tune. But hey, this is yeah. like how many hundreds of Girl, years only have we been going through this? How many? Yeah. It's, it's two, you know what I'm saying? And then I was talking to, I was talking to this <laughs> Irish guy yesterday. <laughs> 
and he was he was saying how oh the the British enslaved us and took away all our stuff. I was like, hey, they did it to everybody. They did that to everybody. <laughs> and, they, and y'all were called indentured servants. But all right, <laughs> right. Like I don't think black people. No, were girl, they were just well, servants. They were servants and slaves. Free. No pay. Nothing. No. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But oh. but once they got emancipated, oh, yes. then they became indentured servants because then they got girl. paid, but they they didn't get paid mm-hmm. as much, and that's when the struggle started. With the whole systematic thing. It's just a mess. (laughs) It's a hot mess. Uh, (laughs) What are your thoughts Um, on the Black Lives Matter movement? So, I actually... I don't think I've ever discussed the part where I actually grew up pretty religious, but conflicting religions. So... Yeah, no. You going to hell, girl. So, I actually grew up nation of Islam, partly. Mostly. So... Oh well, they girl, don't all like of them. We going doing, to hell. So you're going to whichever hell. <laughs> Very much <laughs> to hell. But, but I grew up Nation of Islam, and then actually went to Nation of Islam schools until I was almost a teenager. And so I grew up very really uh, growing okay. up understanding, you know, my blackness and having confidence in it and what I can do. And growing up with, you know, other people in the mosque who were lawyers and doctors, and so that was really cool to That's understand awesome. and have confidence in who I am and what I can do. And it's very cool to see the Black Lives Matter start to instill that into Black people. And to be able to, to use your voice and to get yeah. things done. And for the most part, nonviolent. And, you know, get it passed. Say, we cannot be choked on the street. <laughs> no, sir. No police officer. That is not right. Yeah. 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 That's so... It's very no thanks. I, I love the movement movement for you know instilling confidence in Black people to use their voice and to start leaning on each other to rise each other up. Yeah, how do you feel about the looting? Honestly, though? girl, I was hoping <laughs> at home got hit. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna pull up in you my are truck. A mess. <laughs> Girl, I was like, oh, okay. I, live, I live right next to Design District. I know, right? And I was, I was kind of secretly, and I don't know if you know the Design District area, but it's basically like a okay. Rodeo Drive yes. of Miami over here. Yeah, so <laughs> all high-end stuff. And I'll I was be out there. crossing my finger. <laughs> like, because I'm, I'm only, I'm, all, I'm not that far from it. <laughs> just, it's just a quick hop and a skip away. <laughs> I, I know. Was hoping, I was hoping, but they I didn't mean, do it. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> now I gotta get somebody to get me stuff. Again. Goes, I don't. I really. I mean, these corporate institutions have they have insurance on that crap anyway. Who cares? And sometimes that's the way to get them to listen and pay attention. So that's exactly, exactly. what I said. Sometimes you gotta hit people exactly. in their pockets, but to make me, them definitely listen. Was hoping at home was gonna get hit. I definitely had. <laughs> A few home decor. I, I, I need some new curtains, uh, right? You know, let's let's just go ahead and get it all the Definitely way together. You know, but you know what's actually like, um, kind of shocked me in a way. Like everywhere you look now, every company, all the high end companies are standing with Black Lives Matter, and I'm just like, we've never mm-hmm. seen this before. Like you turn on Netflix, they said the same thing. Uh, YouTube said the same thing Gucci and all these other yeah. like uh high-end brands or big brands everybody is all about Black Lives Matter now and I'm like exactly. okay so at least we had something good come of this 
whole shenanigans because based on the videos I've been seeing from the protests, it, it yeah, they're definitely great. trying to like, paint it as a, a lot, lot of violence, violence going on. It seems like a lot of them are pretty calm, and especially if they're going on in all fifty states, basically every city, exactly, even the world, even though and I'm the like, world <laughs> in Europe, y'all have your own systematic racism. So and don't concentrate on our racism. Y'all need to fix our racism, but whatever. Right. But hey, at, at least it yeah. shows you know people exactly. that they care. I don't know. <laughs> but I think it's kind of nice <laughs> in a place like Norway that has no white people. You know, wow, they're actually right? protesting and going on. I'm yeah. like, wow, okay. I'll take it. This is nice, I guess. Um, do you know anyone uh, that has had I any experience with police brutality? I do not know anyone who has police brutality or been really Honestly, right? I will say what in Texas? Yeah, I, um, <laughs> no new one personally. You hear about a few big cases in Texas with. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm no, that wasn't even. Yeah, you know, I actually have a friend. <laughs> I have a friend. Like, wait, a long no, time ago, no, not that. And he was from Jasper, Texas, which I believe is where Emmett Till. Right, Jasper. Yeah, that sounds Girl, like a racist so name off him. the bat. Jasper. Girl, it is. And so <laughs> I met him and said, like I'm from Jasper. I'm like, Emmett Till's, you know, drug through the tail? And he was like, yeah, girl, he was black. Yeah, it's not oh, that bad. It's, no, the people are, we've moved on, girl. We've moved on. We love what? each other. And then lo and behold, uh, probably about two really? years later, his brother was murdered. And murdered. Threw him out in the street. Murdered no. Because he was messing with some white chick. Yes, girl. What? And they threw him out in the street and, like, cut his head what on the, the hell? It, was, it was pretty gruesome. And the police did nothing about it. And so he has a whole, he sings a whole nother tune That's now about that city. Up. They just, they <laughs> ruled it as a tune. cold case. And so. Oh, of course he does. Yeah. But that was wow. about. Um, it wasn't really police, bruta- police brutality. It was just more acts of racism that the police didn't care about. And so murder, yeah. yeah, racist murders, hate crimes, and that's uh, crazy. Wow, yeah. I mean, does it count that I get a speeding ticket every time I get pulled over, even if I cry? <laughs> Girl, I was actually just uh, mm-hmm. talk when I was on the other episode talking to Jade, I was telling her I've been pulled over a few times and I only get pulled over for speeding. And uh, like one time though, this one guy, you know, how on the highway yeah. when you see the cops, everybody slows down until they get off, <laughs> so. So I slowed down, and uh-huh. I'm like, okay, I'm not going to pass this guy. He has to get off at some point. Do you know this guy pulled He pulled around me and pulled me over? Like, he changed lanes and what? came behind me and pulled me over. And you know why? He said, for what? following too closely. I'm like, sir, are, are you serious? He was like, just and then he tried to, like, start an argument with me. I was like, you know what? Just give me the ticket. <laughs> And I gave it to my attorney, and uh, he got it. Girl, dismissed. I paid. Like, I don't I, think I paid I for any ticket. I think all maybe of my one. Tickets, so probably I was just conditioned <laughs> to pay for them. I should have fought them for real. <sighs> and you should, because half the time they don't show up to court. And then if you just give it to one of, uh, like, a uh-huh. company that is specializes in traffic tickets, they can get that dismissed for you. Nothing. Okay. So that way it helps you with your insurance and stuff like that. Because you get you get dings yeah. every time you get a speeding ticket. Yeah, insurance. And that, that doesn't, really you know, up. translate well to your years, insurance rate, still, so. I, I definitely, I've never you been know? able to talk my way out of it. I know, right? I mean, Florida, people drive <laughs> like crazy people over here. So I don't know. But I mean, I, ha- I have been let off with a warning before. I, I have yeah. gotten my lashes before and gotten away. Exactly. It just depends. What their quota I think it depends on who pulls you over. But, uh, 
Yep, they do have that quote. And I think the guy that gave me the ticket mm-hmm. for, for following too closely, he had a quota for sure. <laughs> for sure. Like, I've never heard that in my following life. Too closely. Did you get a ticket for following too closely? Too closely? What? Girl. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's craziness. But anywho, but that's my experience uh, with police. Thankfully, you know, it didn't end up crazy for you and me. Uh, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> This was interesting. Hopefully, we shed some light on as you know in what America. it's like to be black as a hoe. And uh, and please, people, support us. And I was actually I was talking about um, mm-hmm. another podcaster who's white in in Canada and how you know she has less followers mm-hmm. than me, but she gets more likes and she does similar topics to me, and she gets she gets more mm. likes, more support, more retweets mm. than I do. And I wonder why. Hmm. And then I just, I just checked again. She actually just did an episode similar to what I did because I did one on OnlyFans, and she has like a gazillion likes already. Again, meanwhile, yeah. my little post on there because it's always the pin post, the podcast episode. That my little ridiculous. post doesn't even have twenty likes. I think I know what girl you're talking about too. <laughs> it's mm. crazy. I know. I mean, I'm still gonna keep doing the show. Yeah. Oh, you know, it's not her. I'm not, yeah. I don't. I'm it's not calling who her out because it's not better her. Oh, it's the people behind that one. So. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's it's kind it's kind of interesting to watch mm-hmm. because what other reason would exactly. she have more likes? Like I started this show first. I think she could have kept herself hidden. What for other a reason? While. So she did. Right? I don't let it. I don't let. Yeah. I don't lose sleep over mm-hmm. it. But she has way more support <laughs> though. So support support the show, the show motherfuckers. Anywho, please, uh, lastly, leave our listeners with your um, OnlyFans. Yes, fans, your okay, Twitter, so you can find me on find Twitter and content. Instagram on at Hey Tia Tatum. So H-E-Y Tia Tatum. And uh, OnlyFans.com slash Curvy Tia. Thank you so much, girl, for coming on the show. I appreciate you. Yes, I, I would love to come to back. Do, but hopefully yes. you'll come back so another time. Love to co-host with you. Awesome, awesome. Yay, Yes. Okay. Have a great day. uh, I will talk to you uh, soon. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you. A big thank you to Miss Tia for coming on the show. I hope these past two episodes have helped educate some people out there and shed some light on what black escorts face that might not be as well known to most people in our world. Please be kind to one another, and I urge my fellow non-black escorts to help uplift your black escort friends and colleagues. Suggest them for doubles and don't think that just because your client sees you who is not black that he would not be into black girls. I assure you time and time again even when I was stripping guys love variety so don't hesitate to suggest your black friends for doubles. Freestyle with black escorts and in general just invite black escorts to your table. So that way we can help bridge the gap in pay and just plain basic respect. Of course, still do your due diligence and make sure you're reaching out to a real companion who is actually present online and can be verified. I will catch you guys on the next episode. Bye. Be sure to follow the show on Twitter at TSEG Podcast and on Instagram at TSEGP. Join our Patreon page for exclusive videos on dating, sugaring, and freestyling tips for both the gentlemen and ladies. 
patreon.com forward slash T-S-E-G-P. Follow your host Vivian on Twitter and Instagram at Exotic Vivian. Please leave the show a five-star rating on iTunes. Until next time, keep it sexy and stay receptive.